This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ah, yes, college football really getting started this week. I know this week zero nonsense last week, but week one well, starts tomorrow. And one of the teams here locally that will be in action, they have a massive football game in their home stadium, is... Southeastern, the Lions get number six Jacksonville State in Strawberry Stadium. And here to talk about that and talk to prep football with us, of course, is Alan Waddell, co-host of the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup and radio host on the Southeastern Radio Network. My friend, how you doing, Alan? Hey, Seth, man. Getting ready to get this thing cranked up. It's that time of the year. Man, it really is. How is the, the hype building up for this one tomorrow up in Hammond? Man, you know, whenever we saw last year that this game was put on the schedule where Southeastern was going to open up with Jacksonville State, uh, th- this was big. You know, this is probably the, the best non-conference opponent that's been uh, to Southeastern since the program returned in the early 2000s. Jacksonville State comes in number six in the nation. A lot of local Louisiana people will remember Jacksonville State's where Ryan Paraloo transferred when he left LSU. So that's a lot, how a lot of local people recognize that program, but you know, I know North Dakota State gets a lot of the publicity, and, and not deservedly so. They've dominated FCS football. But Jacksonville State's one of the top five programs, really, uh, in the country. 16 playoff appearances. They won their conference championship five out of the last six years. This is a very good football team that will be in our state tomorrow night to open up the FCS schedule as Southeastern hosts uh, number six, Jacksonville State. Uh, Coach Skelfo looks like he's got a pretty good quarterback in his second season. Really nice profile in the advocate on uh, Jason Virgil who is the second-year starter at uh, SLU. How's, how, uh, what do you heard about him? How's he looked, Alan? I, I'll tell you, Chasen uh, is a guy that started all, you know, all 11 games for Southeastern a year ago. And I know, you know Chase 4K gets a lot of the publicity in the Southland Conference, and, and he was the Southland Conference Player of the Year. But Chasen actually led the conference in passing a year ago with over 3,000 yards. He was a three-star recruit uh, out of high school, out of Mesquite, Texas. He signed with Fresno State. He had 14 starts for Fresno State before transferring to Southeastern. Uh, he has a very accurate arm, uh, a big-time player for Southeastern. I, I look for him to flourish in year two under Coach Selko and Coach Stevens here at Southeastern. You know, in the offseason, uh, Southeastern brought in a big transfer in Cole Kelly. And, and Louisiana football, uh, high school football fans will know that name. Cole Kelly was a, uh, you know, a, a blue-chip recruit, six foot seven, 250-pounder out of uh, Turley's Catholic, signed with Arkansas, had several starts under his belt at Arkansas, transferred into Southeastern and just couldn't beat Chasen out. That's how good of a player Chasen Virgil is. I expect a big year out of him. Ah, that's that's going to be interesting. You mentioned the Southland there. Uh, we talked with Sco- uh, Coach Skelfo a couple of weeks ago, and, you know, a lot of coach speak from coach, and, and I get that, especially this time of year. As somebody who follows this program every single day, Alan, what's their outlook like this year in the Southland, of course, with Nichols expected to win that conference? Now, you know, it's been a really competitive conference, uh, you know, since I've been associated with it. You know, you go back to 2013, 2014, when Southeastern won back-to-back conference championships. It's been a little bit up and down since then. Uh, this is the second year under Coach Selfo, uh, looking for a big improvement. Went 4-7 and seven last year, Seth, but easily could have been 7-4, and four, you know, 8-3. and three. It's just the, the way some of those games played out didn't uh, go Southeastern's favor. 
but still, you got to win games when the games count. And I think Southeastern certainly has a, an opportunity to improve that record this year and hopefully make a run and get back into the playoffs. Well, it starts tomorrow, 7 o'clock at Strawberry Stadium in Hammond, Southeastern against Jacksonville State. Be sure you check that out. I know I will be doing my job in the Superdome, but I will have the updates on on my phone. We're talking to Alan Waddell, at Alan G. Waddell on Twitter, co-host of the All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup, as well as his duties on the Southeastern Radio Network. And, Alan, we got to talk some prep football with you man i am look i'm excited for this season like i always am for high school football but uh, you know logan asked me you know one word that describes your feelings right now for high school football and i said disappointed and the reason why is what's happening with our state championships again man any any clarity on what's exactly going to happen towards the end of the year uh, you know, we haven't really had that announcement yet, Seth. It was just kind of, you know, unusual. This is Jamboree week. You yeah. know, you think we'd have a little more clarity going into the season, but it's Jamboree week, and we'll be week one in a, in a couple of weeks uh, with some monster matchups there in week one. But, you know, as we sit right now, the public schools and the private schools are not going to play their state championships, uh, certainly not the same weekend, uh, but it looks like it might be a different venue. We wait to see uh, that, that news and when it comes out of what's going to happen because they voted in the offseason to allow the select schools to, to go out and, and find their own state championship facility if they wanted to do so. It'll be interesting. Uh, Zachary always capturing headlines now this time of year. Ed Nicar, John Curtis, those still three of, if not the best teams in the state, Alan? Seth, I was on uh, with Christian, you know, last week, uh, and he asked me, he said, who's your best three teams? That's the three teams I named. So, uh, <laughs> you know, those are certainly the premier programs right now. What Zachary has done, uh, you know, winning three out of the last four uh, 5A state championships, Keelan Brown, one of the top players in our state. He's going to go down as one of the winningest players ever to come through the state of Louisiana. Uh, he's been tremendous. Um, you know, and then we're going to find out a lot about those other two programs week one. So what, how often do you get a monster matchup in week one? Carr, John Curtis to open the season. You talk about just firing at all cylinders to start this thing off. That's going to have fireworks, and that's national inclinations because both of those teams have a chance to be nationally ranked when this thing ends up. Yeah, it's it's just massive right off the bat, and I love that those two programs continue to play every year. Also special in week one, we'll be taking our show on the road to Shaw, and that's the first time us or anybody's done a football game at Shaw because it's never happened before in the Catholic League, at least the traditional Catholic League schools. Alan, first time as they open that stadium on the West Bank that we'll have a game on a Catholic League campus uh, on a Friday night under the lights. Pretty special, man. You know, it's almost hard to believe, Seth, you know, when, when you see, say that. You know, we're in 2019, but you're right. This is the first Friday night home game played on campus in Catholic League history. And I know Archbishop Shaw, they've made a major commitment. They've been down the last few years in their program as far as wins and losses. But building that stadium made certainly a major commitment to where they see their future going with football. I know Coach Tommy Connors uh, is going to try to turn that thing around, but that's going to be a special night for the Archbishop Shaw community and all those Eagle alumni to have an opportunity to open the season at home under the lights. No doubt. Another Catholic League team with a new coach. It's a Monica, not Frank. Frank's still over St. Charles. We got his son, Nick, coaching Rummel, man. Uh, it sounds like from everything people have told me, Rummel's under uh, the younger Monica, going to be the real deal this year, man. May, you know, every time I get asked about Rumble, I keep wanting to say Coach Ross because yeah. he's just been such a staple in what he built, you know, at, at, at uh, Rumble. But, you know, everything I'm, I'm hearing, Seth, I haven't seen it with my eyes, but that Rumble is absolutely loaded. Maybe one of the most talented rosters the Raiders have ever put on the field. 
and that they're the they're the most uh, significant challenger to John Curtis in Division One. I'm anxious to see how that works out, though, because you know when you go from when you're replacing the legend and call it like it is, Jay Roth is the legend at Rumble. What he did to that program, he elevated it to heights that they hadn't seen before, uh, and. And now Coach Monica takes over there as uh, the head coach of the Rumble Raiders. And he's got a loaded team, but, you know, he's got a lot of pressure on him as well in his first year. Well, we are one week away next Friday night. The All-State Sugar Bowl Prep Football Roundup, 7 to 10.30 every Friday through the state championships starting next week. Alan will be part of those shows. Uh, Alan, you won't be out there at Shaw, but I know you'll be joining us uh, for a few segments on the phone. And then after that, man, uh, buckle up because here we go. You ready? Yeah, you know, 15 consecutive weeks we'll be covering high school football in our state. Wouldn't have it any other way, Seth. I've said this for many years since I've been a part of our program. I feel like our state does it as good as anybody in the country as far as programs, the teams, the quality of players. Just think back, Seth, since we've been together on this program, some of the players that we've covered that are now playing on Sunday that we got a chance to draft in our fantasy football league <laughs> that we covered on Friday night. That just shows you what kind of talent that we're covering each and every Friday night and that this state is producing every year. No doubt. Alan, thanks so much for taking some time tonight, man. And, uh, look, I'll talk to you next Friday. All right, Seth. Thanks again. And, hey, line up tomorrow night. Hopefully Southeastern can start the season by shocking the world and beating Jacksonville State at home. There you go. No doubt about it. That's 7 p.m. at Strawberry Stadium. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.